Chapter Thirty Two of Arizona Nights by Stephen Edward White. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. In the Arroyo, Senor Johnson quietly approached Estrella. The girl had, during the struggle, gone through an aimless but frantic exhibition of terror. Now she shrank back, her eyes staring wildly, her hands behind her, ready to flop again over the brink of hysteria. What are you going to do? she demanded, her voice unnatural. She received no reply. The man reached out and took her by the arm, and then at once, as though the personal contact of the touch had broken through the last crumb of numbness with which shock had overlaid Buck Johnson's passions, the insanity of his rage broke out. He twisted her violently on her face, knelt on her back, and with the short piece of hard rope the cowboy always carries to hog-tie cattle, he lashed her wrists together. Then he rose panting, his square black beard rising and falling with the rise and fall of his great chest. Estrella had screamed again and again until her face had been fairly ground into the alkali. There she had choked and strangled and gasped and sobbed, her mind nearly unhinged with terror. She kept appealing to him in a hoarse voice, but could get no reply, no indication that he had even heard. This terrified her still more. Bryn Palmer cursed steadily and accurately, but the man did not seem to hear him either. The tempest had broken in Buck Johnson's soul. When he had touched Estrella, he had, for the first time, realized what he had lost. It was not the woman. Her he despised. But the dreams! All at once he knew what they had been to him. He understood how completely the very substance of his life had changed in response to their slow soul action. The new world had been blasted. The old one no longer existed to which to return. Buck Johnson stared at this catastrophe until his sight blurred. Why, it was atrocious! He had done nothing to deserve it. Why had they not left him peaceful in his own life of cattle on the trail? He had been happy. His dull eyes fell on the causes of the ruin. And then finally in the understanding of how he had been tricked of his life, his happiness, his right to well-being, the whole force of the man's anger flared. Brent Palmer lay there, cursing him artistically. That man had done it. That man was in his power. He would get even. How? Estrella, too, lay huddled, helpless and defenseless at his feet. She had done it. He would get even. How? He had spoken no word. He spoke none now, either in answer to Estrella's appeals, becoming piteous in their craving for relief from suspense, or in response to Brent Palmer's steady stream of insults and vituperations. Such things were far below. The bitterness and anger and desolation were squeezing his heart. He remembered the silly little row of potatoes sown in the green hide lying along the top of the adobe fence, some fresh and round, some dripping as the raw hide contracted, some black and withered and very small. A fierce and savage light sprang into his eyes. This is the end of chapter 32.